Section 1 of the Italian Cookbook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Diana Meulinger. The Italian Cookbook, The Art of Eating Well, by Maria Gentile. Preface. One of the beneficial results of the Great War has been the teaching of thrift to the American housewife. For patriotic reasons and for reasons of economy, more attention has been bestowed upon the preparing and cooking of food that is to be at once palatable, nourishing, and economical. In the Italian cuisine, we find in the highest degree these three qualities. That it is palatable, all those who have partaken of food in an Italian trattoria or at the home of an Italian family can testify. That it is healthy, the splendid manhood and womanhood of Italy is a proof more than sufficient. And who could deny, knowing the thriftiness of the Italian race, that it is economical? It has therefore been thought that a book of practical recipes of the Italian cuisine could be offered to the American public with hope and success. It is not a pretentious book, and the recipes have been made as clear and simple as possible. Some of the dishes described are not peculiar to Italy. All, however, are representative of the cucina casalingua of the peninsular kingdom, which is not the least product of a lovable and simple people, among whom the art of living well and getting the most out of life at a moderate expense has been attained to a very high degree. 1. Broth or soup stock. Brodo. To obtain good broth, the meat must be put in cold water, and then allowed to boil slowly. Add to the meat some pieces of bones and soup greens, as, for instance, celery, carrots and parsley. To give a brown color to the broth, some sugar, first browned at the fire, then diluted in cold water, may be added. While it is not considered that the broth has much nutritive power, it is excellent to promote the digestion. Nearly all the Italian soups are made on a basis of broth. A good recipe for substantial broth to be used for invalids is the following. Cut some beef in thin slices and place them in a large saucepan. Add some salt. Pour cold water upon them, so that they are entirely covered. Cover the saucepan, so that it is hermetically closed, and place on the cover a receptacle containing water, which must be constantly renewed. Keep on a low fire for six hours, then on strong fire for ten minutes. Strain the liquid in cheesecloth. The soup stock, besides being used for soups, is a necessary ingredient in hundreds of Italian dishes. 2. Soup of Capelletti This soup is called of capelletti, or little hats, on account of the shape of the capelletti. First, a thin sheet of paste is made according to the following directions. The best and most tender paste is made simply of eggs, flour and salt. Water may be substituted for part of the eggs for economy, or when a less rich paste is needed. Allow about a cup of flour to an egg. Put the flour on a breadboard, make a hollow in the middle, and break in the egg. Use any extra whites that are left on hand. Knead it thoroughly, adding more flour if necessary, until you have a paste you can roll out. Roll it as thin as an eighth of an inch. A long rolling pin is necessary, but any stick, well scrubbed and sandpapered, will serve in lieu of the long Italian rolling pin. Cut from this sheet of paste rounds, measuring about three inches in diameter. In the middle of each circle, place a spoonful of filling that must be made beforehand, composed of cooked meat, chicken, pork or veal, ground very fine, and seasoned with grated cheese, 
grated lemon peel, nutmeg, allspice, salt. The ground meat is to be mixed with an equal amount of curds or cottage cheese. When the filling is placed in the circle of paste, fold the latter over and moisten the edge of the paste with the finger dipped in water to make it stay securely closed. These capelletti should be cooked in chicken or beef broth until the paste is tender and served with this broth as a soup. 3. Bread Soup Panata this excellent and nutritious soup is a godsend for using the stale bread that must never be again thrown away. It is composed of bread crumbs and grated bread, eggs, grated cheese, nutmeg in very small quantity, and salt, all mixed together and put in broth previously prepared, which must be warm at the moment of the immersion, but not at the boiling point. Then place it on a low fire and stir gently. Any vegetable left over may be added. 4. Gnocchi this is an excellent soup, but as it requires boiled or roast breast of chicken or turkey, it is well to make it only when these ingredients are handy. Prepare a certain quantity of boiled potatoes, the mealy kind being preferred. Mash the potatoes and mix them with chicken or turkey breast well ground, grated cheese, parmesan or swiss, two or more yolks of eggs, salt and a small quantity of nutmeg. Pour the compound on the breadboard with a quantity of flour sufficient to make a paste, and roll it in little sticks, as thick as the small finger. Cut the sticks in little pieces about half an inch long, and put them in boiling water. Five or six minutes cooking will be sufficient. 5. Vegetable Soup Zuppa Sante Any kind of vegetables may be used for this soup. Carrots, celery, cabbage, turnips, onions, potatoes, spinach, the outside leaves of lettuce or greens of any variety. Select three or four kinds of vegetables, shred and chop coarsely cabbage or greens, and slice or cut in cubes the root vegetables. Put them over the fire with a small quantity of cooking oil or butter substitute, and let them fry until they have absorbed the fat. Then add broth and cook until the vegetables are very tender. Fry croutons of stale bread in oil and serve them in the soup. 6. Queen's Soup Zuppa Regina this is made with the white meat of chicken, which is to be ground in a meat grinder, together with blanched almonds, five or six, for one quart of chicken stock. To the meat and almond, add some bread crumbs, first soak in milk or broth, in the proportion of about one-fifth of the quantity of the meat. All these ingredients are to be rubbed to a very smooth paste, and hot broth is to be added to them. If you wish the soup to be richer and have a more milky consistency, Use the yolk of an egg, which should be beaten, and have a few tablespoonsful of hot broth stirred into it before adding to the soup. Do not let the soup boil after the egg is added, or it will curdle. One slice of stale bread may be cut into cubes, fried in deep fat, and the croutons put in the soup. Send it to the table with a dish of grated cheese. 7. Bean Soup Zuppa di fragioli One cup of dried beans, kidney, navy or lima is to be soaked overnight, then boil until tender. It is preferable to put the beans to cook in cold water with a pinch of soda. When they come to boil, pour off the water and add fresh. Chop fine a quarter of an onion, one clove of garlic, one sprig of parsley and one piece of celery and put them to fry in a quarter of a cup of oil with salt and generous amount of pepper. When the vegetables are a delicate brown, Add to them two cups of the broth from the beans, 
and one cup of tomatoes, canned or fresh. Let all come to a boil, and pour the mixture into the kettle of beans, from which some of the water has been drained, if they are very liquid. This soup may be served as it is, or rubbed through a sieve before serving. Croutons or triangles of dry toast make an excellent addition. The bean soup is made without meat or chicken broth, and it belongs consequently to that class of soup called by the Italians minestra di magro, or lean soup, to be served preferably on Friday or other days in which the Roman Catholic Church prohibits the use of meat. 8. Lentil Soup Zuppa di lenticche The lentil soup is prepared in the same way as the bean soup, only substituting lentils for beans. A good combination is that of lentils and rice. The nutritive qualities of the lentils are not sufficiently known in this country, but all books of dietetics speak very highly of them. 9. Vegetable Chowder Minestrona alla Milanese Cut off the rind of half a pound of salt pork and put it into two quarts of water to boil. Cut off a small slice of the pork and beat it to a paste with two or three sprigs of parsley, a little celery and one kernel of garlic. Add this paste to the pork and water. Slice two carrots, cut the rib out of the leaves of a quarter medium-sized cabbage. Add the carrots, cabbage leaves, other vegetables, seasoning and butter to the soup, and let it boil slowly for two and a half hours. The last half hour, add one small handful of rice for each person. When the pork is very soft, remove and slice in little ribbons and put it back. The minestrone is equally good eaten cold. 10. Ravioli Put on the breadboard about two pounds of flour in a heap, make a hollow in the middle, and put in it a piece of butter, three egg yolks, salt, and three or four tablespoonsful of lukewarm water. Make a paste and knead it well, then let it stand for an hour, wrapped or covered with a linen cloth. Then spread the paste to a thin sheet, as thin as a ten-cent piece. Chop and grind pieces of roast or boiled chicken meat. Add to it an equal part of marrow from the bones of beef and pieces of brains, three yolks, some crumbs of bread soaked in milk or broth, and some grated cheese, parmesan or swiss. Rub through a sieve and make little balls as big as a hazelnut, which are to be placed at equal distances, a little more than an inch, in a line over the sheet of paste. Beat a whole egg and pass it over the paste with a brush all around the little balls. Cover these with another sheet of paste. Press down the intervals between each ball, and then separate each section from the other with a knife. Moisten the edges of each section with the finger dipped in cold water, to make them stick together, and press them down with the fingers or the prongs of a fork. Then put to boiling water seasoned with salt, or better still, in broth. The ravioli are then to be served hot, seasoned with cheese and butter, or with brown stock or tomato sauce. 11. Pavis Soup Zuppa alla pavese Cut as many thin slices of bread as are needed in order that each person may have at least two of them. These slices are then to be toasted and browned with butter. Poach two eggs for each person, one on each slice of bread, and place the slices on a large and deep dish, not in a soup tureen. Pour hot broth in the plate, taking care not to break the eggs, season with parmesan or Swiss cheese, and serve. End of section 1